missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Taking you back a decade. Ooh. The 2013, Shaw. And right before Oktoberfest, we were getting excited because a certain member of a certain band was coming to town. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of his. In fact, I just went and saw him not too long ago at the Ho-Chunk in Black River Falls. Mm. Brett Michaels. Okay. Was coming to Oktoberfest in 2013. And we uh, had an interview scheduled and something went amiss and I got a voicemail. From Brett Michaels, which I saved because he called me and left me a voicemail. Has he ever called you and left you a voicemail? Never, not once. You're welcome. But uh, Gene decided to to trick me, if you will, and spring this on me unannounced, a uh, a, uh, fact or bullcrap Brett Michaels edition for me and me only. And uh, I had Hall of Fame numbers. I mean, if you hit 500 for a lifetime, you're going into the Hall of Fame. Fame, You bet. However, when you're supposed to be Brett Michaels' best friend, you should probably know more than half of the questions, right? Got a little tripped up, huh? 2013, Shaw. The Monday morning throwback. You can hear the entire edition, the Factor Bullcrap Brett Michaels edition, by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But here's a little little snippet, Shaw, of that, of that morning in 2013. Fact or bullcrap first gig was uh, at the famous club in L.A., the Whiskey A Go-Go. Is that a fact or bullcrap? Well, no, because he played in a band before he was in Poison. Yeah, that actually is bullcrap. Give yourself a point for that one, Brian. So this is the Brett Michaels fact or bullcrap edition for your BFF because he called you, didn't he? Hey, Brian, Brett Michaels tried you back. Uh, I'll try you back in a couple minutes. Does Brett Michaels collect Latin American religious artifacts, especially crucifixes? Yes, that's fact. That's uh, he doesn't have a collection of that. What kind of a freak do you think he is, huh? Uh, sounded true, though, didn't it? She sprung it on me, she did, yeah. I wasn't prepared. No, I get it. I, I was not mentally prepared to, to be answering questions about my best friend, Brett Michaels. You're just so happy that he called you. Well, as you heard there, he left me a voicemail. Mm-hmm. It was very nice of him. Called you by name? A uh, Brett Michaels edition of Factor Bullcrap from 2013, just a couple of weeks before Oktoberfest, as Brett Michaels was getting to rock Oktoberfest. That was an awesome show, by the way. Check out the entire uh, audio there. The entire it didn't seem like it's ten years ago already, but yeah, I know, right? You know what's so funny is if you go back and you watch. If you go to the Morning Sickness page and you and you listen to the audio and then you see the video, I, I posted a, a YouTube clip from KBT because they did a, a story on him coming to Fest. Okay. And like the, the graphics, I, and I get it, dude, like it doesn't, you know, you transfer it from your big camera to the small camera and then it goes online, it loses, you know, there's degradation that happens, Shaw, as you transfer it from one kind of file to sure. another. Man, it looks like it's from the 90s there. <laughs> like, what's going on? Did, did we not have HDTV in 2013? Gosh, I don't remember. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. But the video quality, by the way, from KBT's uh, YouTube video of Brett Michaels coming to town, I was shocked to find out how bad it was. Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston bringing you the Monday morning throwback each and every Monday. They've got cheesy potato and ham for their soup today, Shaw, on Meatball Monday. Mm. Also, their uh, flavor... Uh, this morning for coffee is the creme brulee latte. That sounds sweet. It does sound good. Brenda and Mike were at the show uh, on Saturday. It was good to run into them. Thank you for the beer, even if it wasn't a beer that I normally drink. <laughs> Hard to say no to free beer, Sean. Mm-hmm. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. So our cat... Uh, recently developed a bald spot on his front leg, oh. Mr. Cricket. It happened quickly. Like, Is he old? No. Okay. It's like four. Um, but my wife 
in typical wife fashion, is freaking out about this bald spot. Uh-huh. I think she noticed it first last Saturday, and I had to run a couple of errands. And by the time I got home, she had already called the vet, texted pictures to the vet, oh, wow. and then scheduled an appointment, an emergency appointment to bring them like... The cat's eating and drinking and going to the mm-hmm. bathroom. He seems okay. He's just missing some hair, mm-hmm. right? Some fur on his front leg. Then she won't leave the cat alone. Then she's, like, picking up the cat. She's trying to grab the cat, Make turn sure him over. Okay. Look all, I mean, like, up and down. She's, like, picking at I'm like, leave the cat alone. The cat will be fine. We brought him in. They didn't really have any uh, explanation as to why he has lost some okay. fur. But they gave him a shot. It's like a steroid shot, and it takes, like, I don't know, it goes like 18 days or something like that. Like gain or something, going to grow that hair no, back? No, no. Rather, <laughs> well, rather than trying to give them a pill every day, which I don't Have you ever tried to give a cat a pill? Uh, no. It's not I easy. I doubt they like it. Yeah, well, the, the last time that I saw Mr. Cricket, our cat, get a pill, they had to hold him down with like a towel. They wrap, mm-hmm. essentially wrap him in a towel, and then they hold the towel down while he's sitting on the, on the table, and then they open up his mouth and they shoot the pill in. Oh. With, like, a syringe. No wonder he doesn't like it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing that to my cat every day, so just give him the shot. Uh, anyways, I bring this all up because uh, there's uh, an insurance company, Nationwide Pet Insurance. Okay. Uh, and every year for the past 15 years, they do something called the Hambone Award for the most unique injury claim. <laughs> okay. You know, people have millions of pets. Sure, obviously. things can happen. Um, last year's winner, by the way, was Rafa, or Rafa, a cat from Seattle, who was rescued after falling 45 feet down a storm Whoa. drain in the ICU for four days, but now he's back to normal. So it uh, doesn't necessarily have to be some cockamamie, you mm-hmm. know, carried off by an eagle or something like that. <laughs> but uh, they, they, so they put together a list of finalists, and you can vote on this thing, Shaw. Uh, all this week, you can vote on which pet should be given the annual Hambone Award at PetInsurance.com. And they've got some uh, interesting ones here. Um, Giles... A cat from New York City got smushed in a sofa when an out-of-town visitor inadvertently closed the folding couch with Giles underneath. Uh, Giles, by the way, did not suffer any lasting effects. And our cat likes to go up inside of our couch, and we've got a a motion couch, you know what I mean? Like where you sit down, it's got a... It's got an electric component yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, where it slides, you know, it's got the, the and so my wife is constantly concerned that he's going to get mushed in there. <laughs> I said, hey, he'll learn his lesson, and if he does... He might make him the list. Uh, Grayson Hayes, a Labrador retriever from Texas, took an unexpected jump off a 36-foot high bridge and landed on concrete. He survived, by the way. Wow. Uh, Lucky dog. There's a pug from Las Vegas named Jax, wrapped up in a comforter at home while recovering from surgery. Then he got in more trouble when he became dangerously overheated and suffered heat stroke. You're trying to keep your dog. That's a heavy blanket comfy and then he got him wrapped up try to keep him nice and warm and then he got too damn warm miko uh is a cat from new orleans got bitten near the eye during a fight with some doves miko not seriously hurt but those doves apparently got him right by the eye uh josie a mixed breed pup from california lost four teeth and got a broken jaw while aggressively chasing a ball during a game of fetch. (laughs) Josie collided with a pair of cast iron stadium seats, which were taken from the historic Candlestick Park, uh, similar to the Fenway seats that I've got at my house, Shaw, and apparently Josie suffered a broken jaw and four lost teeth. Uh, By the way, uh, again, you can vote on the Hambone Award at PetInsurance.com, and I'm assuming you can find out more about maybe submitting your own pet insurance claim or... Your own dumb, stupid animal injury award for the ham bone. Right now, Cricket is fine. He's just got some missing hair and not a lot of explanation as to what happened. But we're hoping the hair grows back. At least I am, because then my wife will leave the cat alone. Leave the cat alone, yeah. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. She just wanted to meet some sharks. A Florida woman 
reportedly abandoned her child in a running car as she jumped into the water for a swim. What? Yes. To go in with the sharks? Yes. According to a witness, 41-year-old Allison Sarah Doherty parked her car near a pier, turned up the radio volume, jumped into the water, and swam for about 20 minutes while her child was in the car. Uh, people were shouting at her as she swam that there were fishing hooks and sharks in the water. She yelled back, said she didn't care and wanted to get hooked and would want to meet some sharks. When deputies arrived, they said the woman swam away with right. no intention of stopping, so a boat was taken out to bring her back. She was taken to jail and charged with child neglect for leaving the boy unattended in a car for over 15 minutes. The boy's fine. Test her for drugs? I'm guessing that's going to be part of their investigation. It's a shark! A shark! It's a big ass shark! You just want to go for a swim with the sharks. With the right? sharks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, plan that. Maybe, like, uh, on a Saturday. Maybe when, make arrangements for your child. Yeah, like perhaps. Maybe Nana can take the kid mm-hmm. for the day. Hey, Nana, uh, would you mind taking. I'm going to uh, go meet the sharks. Jackson for the day. I may not be back, FYI, right. so he may now be your legal property. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm going to go swim with some sharks. Yeah. Lifelong dream. Here's a woman named Tina Fay, not the actress, who probably did not have rescuing a shark on her beach vacation itinerary, mm. but that's exactly what happened when the Texas resident and others were swimming in the Gulf last week. She shot a video of the shark that had washed ashore. I'm not helping that guy. Right. No way. This wildlife uh, rescue that people and lifeguards said there's around. nothing they could do. Leave the shark be. Yep. Uh, but this woman and some other couples who were swimming in the beach, uh, when it beached itself right in front of us, took nope. action. Uh, they tried to save the... Uh, the shark, they as they tried to pull it back into the water, the shark began flapping, causing the group yeah. to scuttle away. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they returned to tug on the shark's tail fin and help it get back in the water. The no shark is the, seen swimming away. It's not clear if it has survived. The blue sea, they ate me. A fucking shark ate me. Great bitch. They're lucky that shark didn't eat him. Right? Did you see the video? I have not seen the video. Oh, man. But it's, I'm s- it's massive. It's a massive shark. Right. It's not one of those little ones. Little you baby know, shark. Yeah. yeah, Mako or whatever. It's a massive shark, and its teeth are all out on display, mm. and they're trying to drag this thing back into the water by its tail. It's not having it. It doesn't want any part of that. I am not going to. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I'm not even going to be the lady with the camera. I'm getting the hell out of there. <laughs> no way, no how. Uh, it isn't uncommon for airlines to lose someone's luggage, but have you ever heard of an airline losing everyone's luggage a swiss international plane took off from zurich to spain without any checked suitcases aboard the problem was not a bad worker it was no workers there was a lack of ground staff to handle the baggage so the flight was delayed more than an hour then they just decided to let the plane go so it could keep the rest of its schedule that day yeah i mean well at least we get you there and eventually the luggage will show up yeah but this is the worst part no one told the passengers that their baggage was not on board until after they'd waited two hours at baggage claim. Again, another, I'm adding that to the list of things I don't want to deal with with the flight. At least I know if I didn't pack my suitcase, it's on me in the back of the car. I can drive cross country and Mm -hmm. buy some stuff. I'm not, oh, two hours, you're at the baggage waiting, 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 waiting. Bags that weren't going to show up. The airline did say most of the luggage made it to Spain the next day and the rest arrived the day after that. So they didn't have anybody to throw the luggage on the plane? Nope. At all, huh? Nope. I said, like well, the, this plane's got to go. Otherwise, we're going to get behind the schedule. We'll get them their luggage later. So. It's like that La Quinta. Did you see that? Yes. The hotel? They she did. went back there, tried to see what she could do. And then around that time, customers started calling more. Like the phone <laughs> ringing off the hook. So rain here. Like a child was answering them. And we're like, oh, we're so sorry. You know, this what? is happening to everyone. <laughs> and then the blue collar boys started coming down for breakfast. And it was breakfast is supposed to be served at 6. And it was 6.13 and there was nothing. And so I found the keys and opened the, the kitchen and we got the breakfast served. We're, we're, we're both served, safe, certified. Then everyone kind of got on the same page and we just held it down. Are, am I not living in the real world? Am I like so far out that I don't understand things? Because I would never do that. You wouldn't do what these people did? I would never have. So they went to a hotel to check in. There was no nobody working there. Right. So they decided, well, people are going to need to be taken care of. So they started they t- booking reservations. They issued keys. They brought the breakfast buffet out. All of that stuff. I know. They worked for free. Yeah. Why? Well, they ended up getting comped their rooms and I think some other things. But If no one's there, I'm not paying anyways. There's but they no couldn't one. get into their room. and. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. going to a different hotel. What the hell? Right. I, that I'm, would be my... Reaction. Did as they well. clean up the rooms too? Did they do g- g- housekeeping? No. <laughs> they wa- well, I mean, what, where does it end, man? Right, exactly. Come on, I'm the guest here. I'm They're paying doing for the this laundry service. too. I yeah. mean, come on. 
making breakfast for the blue-collar boys that are coming down at 6.13 in the morning? You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming mom. Oh, Shaw, you know, they're mad. Very, very mad. Not quite sure what this one was mad about. But she did get kicked off a plane. Oh. You might have seen the video. Maybe a couple articles. Apparently, she's an influencer. And she has to tell people she's famous on Instagram. Which means you're not famous on Instagram. Like, when Britney Spears gets kicked off a plane or shaves her head or Mm -hmm. attacks somebody with an umbrella, we know who it is. Yeah. When you're just some lady in a unitard on a plane... Telling people that you're famous, you're not famous. Okay, you may have a million followers on Instagram, but you know what? Everybody has a million yeah, followers on nobody Instagram. Nobody really cares about you, lady. But uh, her name is Morgan Osman. Osman. Uh, apparently, she was a star on the Bad Girls Club, which I guess is a TV show. All right. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Me either. But you can imagine that if you're on a show like Bad Girls Club, they want you to act poorly, correct? Probably. Have bad uh, flare-ups. Anger. She was on a plane. Not quite sure where it was going or what she was doing, why she got kicked off. But she was getting kicked off. And when she realized people started filming her, she went on a on a rampage yelling at people that they're bums and film me. I'm Instagram famous. Yeah. Call me a f- yeah. Call me a f- yeah. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. I said shut up. No, you shut the f- up. You shut the f- up. Okay. Okay. You shut the f- Film me. I'm Instagram famous. You f- Film me, I'm Instagram Instagram famous, famous. you effing bum. Good for you, lady. Uh, Again, she refers to herself as an influencer for what I don't know, but she also claims to have dated Britney Spears' husband, her ex-husband, Sam Ashkari, following their divorce announcement, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, Maybe being in the same nightclub (laughs) and, and sharing a drink. Counts as dating, I guess. I don't know, but um, the clip blowing all up uh, on Reddit and everywhere else. Shots getting shared. Um, she tells the passengers to shut the f up, and then says, "Film me. I'm Instagram famous. You effing bum." What a sweetheart. Uh, several people, of course, commenting on the video on Reddit. One person says, "Quote: If you have to tell people you're famous, mm-hmm. you're not famous." Right. This is a good one. This the good burn. Famous but still flying coach, LOL. <laughs> nice. Hope she gets banned from flying for such a disgusting behavior. Someone else said, uh, quote, someone tell cringe Kardashian over there she's in coach. If you're so famous, why aren't you in first or even business class? Right. No one cares who you are. Yeah, another uh, reproduction of a Kardashian, someone mm-hmm. that, you know, has these little mental breakdowns on planes and in airports or wherever the hell they are, and they go viral for about five minutes, and then people are like, who's that again? <laughs> we just call her Karen. Karen. Acting up on a plane. Another uh, episode of Why I Don't Want to Fly Anymore, mm-hmm. Shaw. Cringe Kardashian. I might have to start using that. Hmm. It's very descriptive. Yeah. She got what she wanted, though. A lot of attention. I guess. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. You wear glasses. I do. I wear glasses. Mm -hmm. I found my glasses. Did you lose them? Much like the doctor said I would when I went in for my eye exam the other day. Because I lost my glasses a couple of weeks ago. And I couldn't find them. And she said at the end of our exam... She said, you know, you're going to find them right after you get your new glasses. Uh-huh. I haven't gotten the new glasses, but yesterday I was cleaning my truck out. And you found them. And I found the glasses. Okay. Well, now they you have two pairs. They must have. Well, I will, but uh, they must have fallen out of my bag and uh, made their way into, like, the pocket of the mm. back of the the, the passenger side sure. door on the rear of uh, my truck. So, yeah, they were just hiding out in there. Same color as the as the door, you know, uh. stuff, so I couldn't see them. And then I was like, oh, you idiot. 
Have you heard about this uh, influencer lady who's charging people 11 bucks to, to convince them that they don't need glasses? No. That it's just all some, sort of, it's all some sort of conspiracy, that glasses are a conspiracy? These people are insufferable. <laughs> why, do we allow, why don't we take her rights away from YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look, I get it. Russell Brand, the whole thing, right? You got to take his rights away. Can't earn money. Well, why are we letting this lady have YouTube Just say whatever she wants. videos to make up claims about glasses and essential oils and all this crap? What's the one thing that your optometrist doesn't want you to know about? The fact that you do not need glasses. That's right. You may have been told that you need glasses, but that's actually a lie. There are mental, emotional, physical, and even spiritual reasons why you may not be seeing. And I'm here to tell you that that can be healed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, it's going to be healed. As soon as I hear someone talk like that, I I just, I get angry. I rage. I I have this red rage (laughs) look in my eye. I can't take it. Mm -hmm. These people. And people that fall for them are even dumber. This is a woman on social media who claims to be a holistic coach. Of course she does, Shaw. Yeah, why not? Uh, Says that people with diminished eyesight are told they need eyeglasses or contact lenses, but that this is a lie. If I take my glasses off, I can't see. How is that a lie? See, I, I can see, but I have trouble in the studio with the computers, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I have glasses. That's the only time I really wear them. I don't have to wear them 24-7. My wife is blind as a bat. Yeah. I mean, I she's put, blinder than I am. I put her glasses on, and I can't see. It goes. The, it, I get the opposite. I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you see with these things on? If that's I how know. bad your eyes are, then good Lord. Uh, anyways, she's in Canada, I guess, and her name is Samantha Lotus. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real last name <laughs> or if she changed it. Uh, she claims that she offers simple, holistic, multidimensional healing methods. Ooh, multidimensional. That are backed by science. You know what's not backed by science? <laughs> this lady. Holistic, multidimensional mm-hmm. healing. You'll never see that. She also says that if you're closed-minded and want to stay a victim, that this is not for you. Bitch, mm-hmm. I just want to see. Yeah, me too. Obviously, it's a scam. People, uh... So I have to pay her money, and then she'll teach me how to yeah. see without glasses. Some of her webinars have had hundreds of people sign up for eleven bucks. You can sign up for her webinar. You can listen to this lady tell you that you don't need glasses. Uh, a popular TikToker, another person on social media named Mallory, says that she enrolled so that we don't have to. She wanted to peel oh. back the curtain and find out what's okay. going on. Well, thank you, Mallory. She uses uh, this TikToker named Mallory. Apparently, uses her platform to debunk. Uh, all these misinformation and conspiracy theory wackos that are out there. Mallory says the whole thing is basically a sales pitch for essential oils from a company that Samantha is a rep for. Samantha denies that this is a grift and says that her teachings include tips to, quote, avoid blue light, reduce screen time, use specific eye and neck exercises, and incorporate specific nutrients into your diet, along with the oils that she also sells through her uh-huh. Conveniently. Weird, weird pseudo website. She is from Canada, and the by the way, the Canadian Association of Optometrists say they, quote, are not aware of the existence in peer-reviewed scientific literature of any evidence to support her claims. Not a doctor, by the way, Samantha Lotus, the, uh, the, eye, the eye lady, says that uh, she's not a doctor, but she does claim that she has studied psychology, sociology, and naturopathic medicine as well as anatomy, physiology, and biology. Boy, she's got it all. By the way, her website set to private after she started getting <laughs> some backlash. She uh, went dark real quick on the internet after everybody started to call her out for her for her hoax, her snake oil sales techniques. Glasses. Good Lord. If you fall for these people, you deserve it. I'm sorry. You're too stupid if you fall for these people. 11 bucks so she can tell you that you don't need glasses? Come on now. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. A story out of Alaska at a military base where two bears raided a Krispy Kreme donut van that was stopped outside a convenience store making deliveries. The driver leaves his door open when he stops at the store, and this time uh, a sow and two of her cubs sauntered inside, staying there for about 20 minutes, gorging themselves on Krispy Kreme donuts. Donuts are good. The bears chomped on donut holes and other pastries, ignoring the banging on the side of the van that was aimed at shooing them away. They don't care. Uh, No, the bears couldn't be roused, so base security was called, and they sounded sirens meant to scare away the bears. The bears eventually came out and wandered in front of the convenience store and gas station a bit before heading back into the 
Woods. From now on, the delivery driver will be closing his doors when he stops at the store. I said, uh, he's in the van. Um, and then the little cub followed and went inside the van, and then they just started eating the donuts. You could hear them, like, breaking open the packages. Um, we were trying to beat on the van, but uh, they just they just kept eating all the donuts. We'll definitely be learning to slide up our ramp, close the doors to ensure that bears don't get back in there again. Yeah, Good call. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Got bears. You know what bears like? Donuts. Free sweet donut <laughs> treats. Uh, Disney World's Frontierland got a lot more legit the other day when an actual bear got into the park. Yeah. Someone spotted it in a tree near Disney's Big Thunder Mountain roller coaster. About a dozen attractions had to close temporarily, including Big Thunder Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Haunted Mansion, and, this is fitting, their Country Bear Jamboree Show. Oh, no. The whole park had longer... We got a real bear this yes, time. Yes. Had longer wait times than usual while the experts dealt with the bear. Disney put out a statement said, saying they were working on capturing and relocating it. A bunch of attractions finally opened in the afternoon, and the officials were seen carrying the bear out in a tarp. Uh, Florida only has black bears. They say it was probably moving through the area looking for food to pack on weight for winter. Yes, exactly, Frank. The bears can smell the menstruation. Just looking for something sweet to eat. Uh, We don't know exactly what this lady was thinking, but I almost wish every delivery driver cared about my order this much. 33-year-old Whitney Moffitt drives for DoorDash in Texas, and she went to pick up an order at a Wingstop restaurant, but it wasn't ready when she got there. Now, it's not clear how long it had been or how long she waited, but she got annoyed with the wait and apparently decided to go to the kitchen, grab the order herself. They told her to leave. That sparked a fight. Police say she physically attacked the store's manager. Ooh, yeah, you can't do that. She continued attacking him as he tried to escort her out of the building. An off-duty cop happened to see it. She got into it with him, too, apparently. Oh, man, and is she's now, fighting everybody. Right, facing charges for assault fries. and resisting arrest. Not even her fries. It's somebody else's fries. It's not clear if the DoorDash customer ever got their wings. Man, you're going you're gonna to risk it all for somebody else's fries. I love it. Yeah. That's dedication. Absolutely, man. I, I want her as my delivery driver. I know she's going to lose her job over this, but isn't that the kind of the person you want? Right. On your team? The she's very dedicated. Going down with the ship. Doesn't my care. My customer wants his sandwich now. I'm fighting the cops. I'm fighting the owner of the restaurant. I'm fighting everybody for these fries that aren't even mine. <laughs> love it. And an unidentified football fan who was naked oh. and covered in human excrement the Bills fan. Yes, yes was discovered in a construction site hole near the Buffalo Bills home opener on Sunday uh, the unnamed fan is a 29-year-old man who apparently jumped over a fence near the stadium construction site and fell 30 to 40 feet. But there's more. The man was naked and covered in human excrement he had found in an on-site porta potty As you can probably assume, he was under the influence of drugs and alcohol, apparently a combination of LSD, cocaine, and marijuana. That'll do it. Once the rescue team arrived, it took them about 20 minutes to get the fan out of the hole and take him to a hospital. He suffered somehow just a cut on his forehead. The man has been issued a ticket for criminal trespass. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, he's down that hole. He's yeah, covered, he's in, covered poop. in poop. Covered in poop. Those people don't get paid enough. To deal with that? Yeah. You know, we can bitch and moan that we don't get paid enough in this building, and that's probably true. But we don't have to deal with this but guy. But I don't got to get a naked-ass grown uh-huh. higher than the mofo dude out of a hole that's covered in human poop. Exactly. I don't have to do that, Shaw. You should use one of those, like, leaf vacuums. Do you think those are strong enough to just suck the guy out? Just, yeah. Or close him down. No, you know the ones the city drives by, suck up your leaves? Oh, I see, yeah. Those big giant ones? Uh Uh-huh. They come out the back of the truck? Yep. If that guy's in the hole, you think you had one of those and suck him right out? (laughs) Then you don't have to put hands on him? Suck him right out into, like, a a tub Mm -hmm. of water or something? A little little shower, rinse him off first before we put hands on him? Ugh. Ain't an old amount of gloves going to no. keep that poop off you. Ugh. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. 
The Rock. Republicans who draw legislative electoral maps are making new arguments and calling for a key liberal Wisconsin Supreme Court justice to yeah. recuse from a case about whether to keep the maps. That's despite the dismissal of complaints against Justice Janet Protasiewicz related to comments she made about redistricting. Democratic allies are asking the Wisconsin Supreme Court to throw out the Republican maps. They also counter in court filings that the Judicial Commission's actions are further proof that Protasiewicz can legally hear the case. If she does not recuse herself, Assembly Speaker Voss is threatened to consider taking the unprecedented step of impeaching her. He's also putting together a secret panel of former judges to investigate possible impeachment. One of those judges had donated to the campaign of Dan Kelly, Protasiewicz's opponent. It looks like polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that Man. U.S. Americans when was this? Oh, is this South Carolina? 11, 12, somewhere around there? Yeah, been about 10 years, I'd say. Recent polls show that a fifth of Americans. <laughs> I bet that's true. 20% can't find, find the, the U.S. on a map. The country. I bet. The entire, not just the state. I get it, dude. States. Trust me, I could I could maybe get about 30 to 40 of them, Shaw. Not all of them. I'd probably get some of the north and south, you know, mixed up or whatever. But, man, you can't find the entire country on a map, on a world map. Sad, isn't it? You don't know where you live? 20%? Are these people, like, four-year-olds? <laughs> Who do they Maybe. who do they interview? In the preschool? That stat just boggles my mind. Uh-huh. One in five. What fit a fifth of piece? So tw- what is that? Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Is my math correct? Mm-hmm. Can't find. Can't find it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my Sad. god. We've got Florida. We got a little dick. We got a little dick on the bottom. It's Florida. All right. That's, can't find uh, it. Can't find I it. I don't know where it is. I'll give you all the countries in the Middle yes. East. Shaw. I'll give you all of them. Mm-hmm. You can't have it. I get. Who knows? Russia's the big one. <laughs> Australia's the one down over here, sure. right? Got that one. Right. Can't find the U.S. though. <laughs> We're on the left usually. <laughs> We're on the left. Start there. Kind of in the middle. Of well, the, yeah, we're right in the middle on the left. We're here. Mm-hmm. Australia's like over here. Right. Russia's kind of up over here. You can't on the left. We're like the only the thing. The big on one it. on the left. Yes. Oh my God. In the middle. A fifth of a recent poll. Okay. Have we gotten any better? No. Has anybody looked into this? No. What are they teaching these no. kids in school? Uh, well, that's as she illustrated in her answer there. You know, the problem is... They don't have maps. They don't have maps. I got to be honest. The more I think about it, she's kind of spot on. <laughs> what do we do about this map thing? I don't know. Give more people, maps. Give people more maps. If they just looked at it more, they'd see that we're on the left, Shaw. I got to do a deeper dive on this. Let's listen again. I got to hear it again. Shaw, I gotta How many go. people can't find the U.S.? A fifth of Americans can't find the U.S. on a map. All right. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. World map. Why do you think this is? Why? Because we don't have maps. <laughs> I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. They can't do it because, because uh, some, some people out people there in our country, in our nation, have maps. they don't have maps. Yeah, there you go. I believe that our ed- education, education South Africa should give the people the maps. The I don't know about the Iraq and the South Africa thing. That's where she I lost that maps. They should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. Just should help gave them the maps, U.S. Then. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. See, that's it. She lost me there but she was going on the right track though i mean she's like i believe i believe that people in our country should get maps from the education in a roundabout way but then she started talking about helping people in other countries with the maps and we just are worried about if we can find our own we don't need to help everybody else i think she got confused i think she did too <laughs> to say the least <laughs> I think she thought, why can't people around the world find the U.S. on a map? And so she's like, well, we got to get maps to everybody. No, we'll just concentrate on at home. Let's just worry about us. Right here. America first. All right? I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two 
usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're Killing Me Shaws. Brought to you by the Nutbush City Limits Bar and Restaurant. You're killing me, Shaws. 90 bucks up for grabs. That's a nice little chunk of change. Not the all-time record, but we're getting there, man. Mm -hmm, Getting close. Jean has faith in you. I don't know if uh, she was completely brainwashed at the manager (laughs) meetings in the Dells, but it sounds like it. Okay. She, even though you haven't watched any movies, she not only thinks you're going to get it, but we're also going to get a winner. Wow. Okay. positive she is feeling. So don't stick around too late after 10 a.m. because you might have to... uh, implement some of these things she learned at the meeting ah, show. That's it. why she's feeling so sunny. I, however, don't know. We'll see. Of course, my opinion, much like Jean's, irrelevant. It's all about Caller 15 on the Rock Line, 608-7840957. Who dis? This is Austin. Austin, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Austin, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? I have faith. He's going to know it. You're going with yes, and what are you going to do with $90 of my morning show money if you win? Oh, got lots of projects going on around the house. It would be nice to try and crank some of those out for once. You need to buy some caulk at the store? A lot of work around the house. Got to buy some caulk. Mm -hmm. Do some caulking. It's a lot of positivity today. Mm-hmm. Man. I feel pressure now. Everybody thinks I'm going to get it. Is it the 85 degrees? I think so. Is it October 5th? I think right it's that also. All right. Listen closely, Shaw. I think you'll recognize it. I just don't know if you'll know the movie. Listen closely. Who are you, baby? Ivana. Ivana Humpelot. Excuse me? <laughs> Ivana Humpelot. Like to hear that again. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Who are you, baby? Ivana. Ivana Humpelot. Excuse me? <laughs> Ivana Humpelot. Catch that? I did, yes. Like to hear it one more time? Why not? All right, listen closely, Shaw. You're killing me, Shaw. It's 90 bucks up for grabs. Who are you, baby? Ivana. Ivana Humpelot. Excuse me? Ivana Humpelot. Clearly, that's Austin Powers. Um, there are several movies, I think, in the franchise. At least two, maybe three. Um, and I don't think that was the original. I don't remember that. Um, so I'm going to say it was one of the sequels to the Austin Powers movie. We'll go with the Spy Who Shagged Me. from left field. That was the third one, wasn't it? That was the second one. one? Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me, starring Kristen Johnston, who is 56 years old today, Uh, and played Ivana Humpelot (laughs) in Austin Powers 2. He was doing the photo shoot, and then uh, they go back to his place, and he takes off his shirt. You're hairy like bear. (laughs) Ivana Humpelot, Shaw. You got it right, and that means that the other Austin, the guy who called in, won right. 90 bucks of my morning Perfect. show money. Who are you, baby? <gasps> Ivana. Ivana Humpelot. Excuse me? <laughs> Ivana Humpelot. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Shaw. Thank you. You got it right. Austin. Austin got 90 bucks of my morning show money. We finally have a winner, courtesy of the Nutbush City Limits. And now we'll reset to $10 for next week. Well, which is it, baby? Spits or swallows? <laughs> Robin Spitz. Mm-hmm. My maiden name was Swallows. <laughs> which one is it, baby? <laughs> 90 bucks out the door, courtesy of the Nutbush City Limits. Austin, going to buy some caulk. Lots of caulk. Mm-hmm. 90 bucks worth. All that. That's, that's like a case. You can buy a whole case mm-hmm. of caulk. I was just there the other day. At Menards, picking up, uh, not caulk, but like uh, silicone, uh, I guess you could call it caulk. Yeah, for the, the, the windows? The B thing. The oh, thing. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got I to gotta get rid of all the expanding foam that I, I sprayed in there. Boy, it's messy up there. That was a 
Yeah, I know. Knee-jerk reaction, maybe. Well, I thought it was going to set right away, and then I'd be good to go, and then I could just kind of trim it down and sand it. But no, it just kind of all dripped all over the place. (laughs) So now i got to cut all that out. And I I went up there yesterday for a little while, and there's more bees up there. They found another entry point, Uh so. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Get it's, your spray stuff ready. I, got, oh, I was spraying the hell out of them yesterday. Yeah. My wife's like, how's the bee thing? And I'm like, uh, it's you know. great. It's great. <laughs> They're back. So I, too, had to buy caulk yesterday. <laughs> Me and Austin just going, yep. going oh, to the nuts. store, buying all the caulk. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, it's Christmas in a supermarket. He's a former college football star. Now scanning barcodes in the 10 items or less lane. She's a gorgeous widowed former cheerleader who just put 11 cartons of eggnog on the conveyor belt. Do I see 11 there? What will happen when she refuses to move to another lane and he's in a rush to get home and watch a bowl game featuring his alma mater? Well, I guess a little extra won't hurt. Will they fight over Nog or go to his place and snog? It's Christmas in a supermarket tonight on the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) Strike? What strike? Hallmark don't give a rat's ass about your strike. Hmm. Hallmark planned way in advance for the strike, Shaw. They knew it was coming. Yeah, they can just keep recycling the same old movies. They've got 40. One, two, three, four, 40. They got 40 new holiday movies <laughs> coming out this year, Shaw. 40. 40 of them. And they start in like two weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> and they're all going to be terrible, just like Christmas mm-hmm. in a supermarket. Even though the Hollywood writer's strike has been going uh-huh. on for months and months and months, and everybody's at a standstill. Hallmark Channel says, F you guys, yeah, we were care. we saw this coming a mile away. Yeah. Forty all new original holiday movies in the pipeline for this year. I love <laughs> how they're original. They're not original. It's all the same oh, plot. The same thing. There's a dog, there's a guy, there's a girl, there's a hometown they, they fall in love. And it's Christmas. There's snow in Alabama for the first time ever, right, Shaw? Isn't yep. that the deal? There's usually snow in a warm climate. And it's magical, or he makes snow out of ice shavings, right? He's an ice shaver. And they went to high school together, I of think. Of course, they? they had to. Right. He was a dork, or she was a she was a naughty, now she's a hottie. Oh, my God. Somebody's got a golden retriever, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, dog. There's always a dog. a dog. Uh, they did not break the strike or hire Scabshaw. So they filmed these early? They just ramped up production when it became obvious that the strike was coming. So they rushed them through. Oh, I bet they're going to be good. Uh, Hallmark, uh, obviously not uh, surprisingly, says, quote, Christmas is a year-round business at Hallmark. One exec put it. That's why it wasn't too hard to get this thing in motion. The uh, festivities, by the way, on the Hallmark channel, for those of you that are obsessed, and don't think that people aren't because I've seen Christmas decorations in stores already. They're already taking oh, yeah, down the yeah, Halloween yeah. decorations and putting up the Christmas decorations. <laughs> it's not even like October yet. Legit, they are. They're taking down the, hol- the Halloween stuff and they're putting up the Christmas stuff. It was just in Menards the other day. Uh, the festivities kick off on Friday, October 20th. So, yes, in just a couple of weeks with checking it twice in which a, quote, journeyman hockey player falls for a real estate agent in a career crisis when he's traded to her hometown and moves into the cottage in her hockey loving family's backyard so her family has all the time a mother-in-law house in the backyard he moves in and she's there and her career is in crisis and guess what they fall in love of course they do by the way a merry scottish christmas premieres on november 18th it features Lacey chabert uh and scott wolf as siblings just like when they were on party of five back in the day shaw so that might be one that a lot of people are interested in it's not like their careers have taken off since they left party of five pof shaw's it's more uh, locally known. Okay. People like to call it the POF. They don't really like to say party of five, like brevity, Shaw. Mm-hmm. You're not into the whole brevity, brevity thing. thing. <laughs> a very Scottish Christmas. That one's on the 18th of November. So, yeah, starting October 20th, 40 all-new original Hallmark holiday movies for the Hallmark Channel. Strap in. <laughs> Grab some popcorn. Mariah's starting to wake up from her casket. Mm-hmm. She's, they're starting to wake She's her ass up. Stretching those vocal cords. She's smelling the blood of virgins. It's time to start singing Christmas tunes. <laughs> Get her out of the crypt. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. 
the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on favorite station. 95.7 The Rock. Uh, you'd expect to see this in a Rambo movie, but Ooh. not in real life. A 61-year-old guy in Northern California got stabbed by a random guy over the weekend. But then he pulled the knife out and stabbed him with it. Oh, uh, snap. It happened what? in Napa. The trespasser is 33-year-old Andrew Dixon. The homeowner's power went out, so he walked outside. Andrew was there. It's not clear if he had cut the power. They think it may have been a burglary gone wrong. They ended up fighting. Andrew stabbed the guy in the back. But then the guy pulled the knife out of his back uh. and stabbed Andrew in the torso with it. Neither suffered life-threatening injuries. Cops arrested Andrew for assault and attempted murder. Survive a war. You gotta become war. That's right. Gonna become war. <laughs> is that your <laughs> no. is that your Stallone impersonation? Thirty-nine-year-old Florida man arrested on multiple felony charges in Michigan after he allegedly set multiple police vehicles on fire and shot at them with a rifle. James Atani was arraigned on charges of terrorism and arson and assault. A search for this guy began after several vehicles at the uh, Michigan State Patrol Sault Ste. Marie post were set on fire around 3.30 in the morning. The day after the fires were discovered, police eventually tracked Atani to a property. They attempted to search it. That's when he opened fire on officers who returned fire of their own. Itani was injured in the shootout, last listed in critical condition, uh, but has recovered enough to be charged, and his bond set at $5 million. No officers were injured in the fire or the shootout with yeah! Itani. Look what I have created! I have made fire! Uh, there's a lot going on in this story out oh, of Florida. Everything? Yeah. A man was arrested for allegedly setting fire to a car that belonged to his ex-girlfriend, okay. who also happens to be his cousin, Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a yes. minute. Reset, reset mm-hmm. again. So where is this, Florida? Florida. Yes. So he set a car on fire that belonged to his ex-girlfriend. This ex-girlfriend is his cousin, Cause. Melvin Sintron, charged with arson and grand theft. Were they broken up before the arson? Or did they break up after well, he set fire to the car? I, they were still living together at the time. I don't know the status of their relationship. Were they at their aunt and uncle's house, or is it their mom and dad's yeah, it's house? Their, it's their both? own. It's, it's their own. Both. It's both. Right. Uncle Daddy? Which one is it? Uh, it's their own. home um, ring doorbell camera captured somebody pouring what appeared to be gasoline on a car before igniting it. The Jaguar was heavily damaged by the fire. Uh, the ring camera shows a man who was unidentified at the time pouring the gas on the Jag. And then uh, lighting it on fire, the car was immediately consumed by flames. The victim said Cintron is her cousin, and the two were in a dating relationship and lived together up until September 8th. I think that's his last name. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is his last name. Are we talking like first cousins or like distant cousins? I don't. It doesn't say what level of Removed by marriage and all that stuff? If you go to the family reunion to meet women, (laughs) you might be a redneck. True. I think we offended somebody out here. That ain't funny as it says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, back to Florida we go. Oh. Uh, two women were arrested for drunkenly tossing a baby back and forth like a toy at a bar in Daytona Beach. You have a baby. In a bar. In a bar. And you're throwing it. Sierra Newell and Brianna LaFoe were both arrested, charged with child abuse. It happened shortly after midnight last week. On Thursday, police got reports of two women who were throwing a baby in the air at the bar, flipping him upside down, throwing him back and oh forth while God. standing about four feet apart. It's like an egg toss. Police said... Uh, they get further and further apart? Right. Do they have to turn around and do it over their head? Right. Do you have to catch it with your hands or can you catch them with the shirt? I don't know. Which one is Look it? Look at you. You have a baby. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm throwing it back and forth. Yeah, both of these young ladies are <laughs> under the age of 21, but police say they were drunk at the bar at the time. Whose baby was it? Was it one of theirs? It hasn't. They don't. They haven't said. They just found this baby on the street. No, 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 no. The, the baby was taken to a hospital for medical treatment and has been released. It may have suffered a broken arm. They did not reveal who the baby belonged to, but apparently Newell's mother, one of the women's mother, was on the scene during the incident, and they're doing a background check to see if she can take custody of the child. I'm not that intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are, lady. You're throwing a baby, baby around back the and bar. forth. Baby toss, 
Mm-hmm. How can you get away with that for very long in a bar? I mean, I get that everybody else is drunk and maybe there's some cheering on, a mob mentality, but doesn't the bartender have some At kind some of responsibility? point, isn't somebody going to say, okay, stop that? Yeah, like, step to... in and say, yes. hey, hey, right, hey, right. hey. Yes. hey. Stop baby. tossing the baby. Mm-hmm. Look, if you want to do some some crank or some crack or whatever in the bathroom, go for it, but leave that baby alone. Put the baby down. Mm-hmm. Is it a bar restaurant? Is that why? Maybe the ba- Maybe it's like a food I, and I don't beverage. know what kind of an establishment it is. It's, it refers to it as a bar. So, All right. it's, in fact, it is the Coyote Ugly Saloon. Oh, that's oh, a bar. That's a, that, you're not going there for a no. $10 steak. And you're taking your baby there right. to get tossed. Maybe it, they got a daycare on site. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of them newfangled bars, right, Sean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where Everybody needs daycare. They need child care at their work of, place of employment. We just heard about that, yeah. yeah. And this guy had a plan. It just wasn't a good one. Oh. A North Carolina man is in custody after police say he tried but failed to fake his own death. Oh. In a poorly staged kayaking accident in order to avoid rape charges. Oh. Melvin MD was taken into custody in Georgia after a traffic stop and subsequent motorcycle crash revealed that he was the man who had supposedly died in a tragic accident weeks earlier. The alleged ruse began when deputies in Louisiana got a call from this man's son saying he'd fallen overboard while kayaking in the Mississippi River. So the son was in on it too? Yeah, the son is the one who called the cops to say, hey, my dad just had a kayaking accident, he's dead. This uh, The man, who supposedly died, had been in, uh, due in court on North Carolina on the same day of his supposed drowning. He faces charges of indecent liberties with a child. Uh, the police immediately became quite suspicious, but they went along with a hoax drowning to let right. it play out. They say the scheme was doomed from the get-go because MD was still wearing the ankle monitor he was required to wear My as a God. condition of his bail. Job number one. Yeah. Job on the same day... One. Of the supposed drowning, the ankle monitor showed he was actually in a Walmart buying two prepaid phones. When the trail went cold after he apparently stopped using those phones, a motorcycle driving without a license plate in Georgia caught the attention of the state patrol. When a trooper tried to pull the driver over, he fled, crashed, and tried to run, and then gave police a bogus name. But fingerprints unmasked him as MD, the tragic kayaker at the center of search efforts in Louisiana, who had conveniently died on the eve of his court hearing. I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. Not actually. And too stupid too to remove dumb. the ankle bracelet. How dumb is Job that? number one. Right. You literally have a tracking device on mm-hmm. you. They can find you pretty mm-hmm. much anywhere in the world. Yep. And you don't think to take that thing off first and Throw foremost? It in the lake where your body supposedly is? Oh my God. Uh huh. That's why we get bad news with happy music. Mm-hmm. People like this. Mm hmm. Oh my God. How do you go about dating your cousin? How does that happen? <laughs> I, uh, the only scenario that makes sense is they met and fell in love and, and then know. found out. Or, and then found out. Not like we met at a family reunion and I just couldn't take my eyes off her kind of situation. Not like that, Sean. How far removed do you have to be? Was it third cousin? Third is that cousin, the- at least. Third, fourth, what does that, seventh. What does that mean? Is that marriage and divorce or is that like... No, that's like... Brother... Uncle down the line. Down your, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, your cousins had cousins had cousins, so it's pretty removed. I mean, if I find any sort of <laughs> branch, some sort of branch on the tree, that's a. I mean, it's it's, very branchy. Yeah, then uh, sorry, I'm not interested. I don't. <laughs> In fact, I should probably talk to my wife and get this 23 and Me thing done. And see what the hell's going on. Make sure everything's on the up and up. Now I'm worried. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Shaw, what's the uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done to your appearance? The weirdest thing I've ever done to my appearance? Obviously, this is more probably somewhere around high school, maybe. Junior high, a haircut, a hairstyle, maybe some sort of body modification. I don't know. Is there something weird you did to try to impress someone or maybe because you thought it was a style or a fashion? Well, I used to wear my hair much longer than I do now. That's okay. for sure. But had hair. a bit of a mullet rocking for a while. You ever do like a nose ring or a no. piercing? No, I, I had, a, had an ear ring for ear ring? about two weeks. Okay. And that didn't last? You didn't nah, like it? I got tired of it. Tired of it. When was that? That was college. College. What about a weird mustache? 
No, not really. Kind of strange facial hair, none of that? Mm-mm. No? No. Been, I, you, I've, I've got, I see black and white photos of you from the 80s. And you look <laughs> That's because color wasn't invented yet. Pretty much. And you basically look about the same. Uh, but this is some. This is kind of new and weird, and it's a trend in China. Women are adding a fake second belly button to their stomach to make their legs look longer. You follow that science there? Well, where are they getting a second belly button? I don't understand. Essentially, it's a sticker, right? Oh. Like a temporary tattoo. Oh, okay. Uh, you buy temporary tattoos that look like belly buttons. Okay. You put one on That's your weird. stomach a few inches above your actual ele- uh, actual belly button. Okay. And then you cover your real run, real belly button with high-waisted skirts or pants. Okay. So you're pulling your pants up even higher, Shaw, to yeah. cover your real belly button while your fake one is up there. And then you've got a midriff shirt or something like, you know, where to they... expose it and, and then you your look legs, taller. And the reason to do that is to make your legs look longer. Huh. So I, I didn't know if maybe you wanted to try this. <laughs> we'll shave you up nice. Okay. And we'll get you some crop tops, you know, like a little, like the old uh, Lawrence Taylor. Uh-huh. Remember, yep, uh, training yep. camp mesh shirt, you know, yep, so yep. you can show off the guns and the pecs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll throw that uh, belly button on you and pull some high-waisted, uh, you know. Where does one get a fake belly button sticker? Anywhere, pretty much. You can get them on the internet. Walmart's got them, I guess. Okay. Walmart.com. Uh, you can get, yeah, you buy them in sheets. Huh. And, uh, yeah, then when the tattoo wears off, you just uh, stick a new one on there, and then your legs look longer. I, so, yeah, I mean, I'd like to have longer legs. I don't know if I'm willing to go to that trouble. But. Well, we could break your knees and reset <laughs> them with pins and try that route, Sean. Okay, let's do that. All right, but why don't you start with the belly button, the fake belly button thing, and then we'll go from there. But, yeah, I mean, you could get surgeries to get your legs look longer, Shaw, or you could just get some fake temporary mm-hmm. belly button That tattoos. seems easier, yeah. Um, some women think that the temporary tattoos also look cuter than their actual belly button. That's a thing. I, don't, I think the weirdest thing I, I did, I did a lot of different facial hair type stuff, you know, beards and, mm-hmm. and chin straps and soul patches and all those things. I did have a weird haircut when I was like in high school because it pissed my dad off. Uh, so I had most of my head shaved, but then I had bangs and they came all the way down to like my chest and it was like a skater punk thing. And my dad got real mad about that. Real mad. So it was, I weaponized it. <laughs> but I've never had a fake belly button tattoo to make my legs look longer. Maybe I want to try that. Nah, I don't want to show off this gut. It's disgusting. Awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you got gave him, him, a, you present. Got him a present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! Yeah. It is the weekend, and it's going to... Be okay, I guess. It's kind of gloomy right now. Mm-hmm. 76 for a high today, partly cloudy. You said some more rain likely this afternoon? Uh, there's a chance of rain this afternoon, a better chance tonight. Uh, and that looks to be coming to an end by mid-morning or so tomorrow. So should be dry much of the way tomorrow. All right, 80 for a high tomorrow, then dropping down to 69 on Sunday with showers and thunderstorms likely. Here's a list of things you could do this weekend in the lacrosse area if you're interested. If these don't appeal to you, I suggest you go to aroundrivercity.com. There's a whole bunch of other events listed Mm -hmm. right there. Uh, Tonight, starting with Cash in Hands, the Johnny Cash Tribute Show at the the Lacrosse Center. Uh, You get a whole bunch of insanely talented musicians from the Cooley region together who all have a love for the man in black. And you get Cash in Hand, the world's greatest tribute to Johnny Cash. You can hear all your favorite Cash tunes for just 20 bucks, Sean. $20. Cool. You can buy tickets in advance. They're going to be in the South Ballroom uh, of the Lacrosse Center. I do believe there's going to be like a turtle stack tap takeover that they just added okay. to this thing with their fest beer on tap. You know me, man. I know. Tis the season. Uh, show starts at 8. It's a 21-plus show, and Cash in Hand, uh, of course, features Andy Hughes of Broken Wrist Records and a whole bunch of other great musicians. You can buy tickets online, or you can get them at the door tonight at the Lacrosse Center. Cash in Hand, the world's greatest tribute uh, to Johnny Cash. Tomorrow, early morning, hopefully it stays dry down in Chaseburg for the 18th annual 
Chaseberg Soul Burner oh, for the right. American Cancer Society. We had Monty mm-hmm. uh, in the studio earlier this week talking about that. Over $2 million raised yeah, in, the, in the tiny little town of Chaseberg over the last 17 years for the American Cancer Society. And I know that the uh, American Cancer Society is a national organization and Obviously, some of the money goes to research and, and all that stuff and awareness campaigns. But a lot of the money, uh, Monty was telling us, stays local to help mm-hmm. families uh, get to and from their appointments, uh, their and, appointments yep. and, and cover all sorts of other expenses. So that's really important. Uh, by the way, it's not just a walk. I mean, there is a walk, and that's nice. But there's, yeah, but there's a, a bake sale. Oh, there's so much crap going on. It's crazy. There's a Red Cross blood drive that starts at 830, goes till 1130. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be uh, crafts and arts uh, vendors down there. Shaw, if you want to check those out, a live dessert auction, music, a silent auction, bucket raffles, a wine cork raffle, a bounce house for the kids, some face painting, and a whole lot more. It's, Big weekend in Chaseburg. Yeah, and uh, you can register online. You can, of course, uh, uh, go to aroundrivercity.com if you want to find out more. You can just Google Chaseburg Soul Burner. You can also... Uh, of course, register and check in tomorrow morning down there. Again, the, the blood drive starts at 830. The, the walk and all the pomp and circumstance and everything starts at around 11. Tomorrow night, Shaw, at the Rivoli Theater in downtown La Crosse. It's their cult movie nights. Uh, I don't know if we'll make it to the first one, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. from 1992. Uh, starring Christy Swanson, Pee Wee Herman, Rutger Hauer, Luke Perry, and uh, Donald Sutherland. Also, Hillary Swank, Stephen Root, Thomas Jane. Wow. Whole, dude, that movie Quite is stacked. Yeah, uh, I think people maybe forgot about all the people that were in that movie. But uh, Pee Wee Herman, of course, uh, Paul Rubens, not actually Pee Wee. It's Paul Rubens. Mm-hmm. But his death scene is one of the best mm-hmm. in the movie. And if you stick around for the credits, you'll know uh, they, they kind of bring it back again. But uh, So the first movie in the cult movie night at the Riverlee Theater tomorrow night is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The second movie is Night of the Comet from 1984. It's a couple of valley girls. Uh, basically, a comet uh, destroys much of the population and turns a lot of other people into cannibals oh, and yes. zombies and whatnot. And they got to fight off these zombie cannibals and uh, some evil scientists as well. Valley girls. A couple talk. of valley girls can pull all that off. Oh, huh? my God. Like, <laughs> wait, yeah. Uh, Night of the Comet from 1984. So it's a creature double feature. It's cult movie night at the Riv. Uh, doors are at 5. You can check in, order some food. They got that pizza place next door. Jesus, mm-hmm. age Christmas trees. That I might be the best it. pizza I've ever had. Me too. Uh, Buffy starts at 6. Then in, uh, there'll be an intermission. And you can go to the bathroom. You can order some more food and whatnot. There'll be some behind-the-scenes footage and trivia and whatnot. And then at 8 o'clock, the second half of the cult movie night, the double feature uh, is, of course, Night of the Comet. You can find out more by going to Rivoli.net if you want to see that. And then on hashtag Sunday Funday, it's a vendor pop-up shop at Doggy Zen and Den. I know that uh, tomorrow is the first day of fall, but the holidays will be here before you know it, Shaw. And if you've got someone with a, a, a love of pets, maybe mm-hmm. they got a few dogs or cats or sure. whatever, this will be an opportunity to, to buy a, a few Christmas presents, maybe. Nice. Uh, Doggy Zen and Den in Holman, their vendor pop-up shop on Sunday starts at noon, or excuse me, goes uh, from 1 until 5, and uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of people there, and you can maybe buy something for your dog or your cat, uh, or maybe pick up some uh, Christmas presents over there. And that is my list of things to do in and around the cross this weekend. You can find my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you're looking for more events, go to aroundrivercity.com. You can even submit your own events right there on that website. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Submit them for free. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, We begin in Florida, where a pair of missing siblings were caught driving their mother's stolen car over 200 miles away from home. Deputies pulled over the sedan near Gainesville uh, after conducting a high-risk traffic stop because they had been told the car was reported stolen. Were they, like, younger kids? Uh Uh-huh. Much to their surprise, deputies saw a 10-year-old boy exit the vehicle along with his 11-year-old sister. Oh. The siblings had been reported missing. Deputies learned their mother declined to press charges and drove three hours to pick up their children. The mom didn't want to press charges on her own kids? Well, they did steal her vehicle. I know, but like, can you do that? Is that even a... She could, yeah, she could. I mean, my parents left me in jail after I got arrested, but it wasn't because they put me in jail. It's because I was a stupid criminal kid. They weren't going to bail you out. But Mm -hmm. to teach me a lesson, yeah, yeah, leave them in there for the weekend. Mm -hmm. In Venezuela, the government has now regained control of a prison that had been under the rule of the country's most powerful gang which built its own mini-city within the jail walls that featured a zoo, a club, and a swimming pool. A club like a nightclub? Yeah. 
The government sent 11,000 cops and soldiers to the Tokoran prison. Ooh, that's a lot. A notorious criminal group had set up small shacks where some members lived with their families and had access to satellite television and the Internet. The zoo is said to have housed tigers, lions, crocodiles, and pumas that were sometimes used to challenge prisoners and the authority of government <laughs> now officials. Now they're doing fights? Yeah. Oh, my like God. A, that prison the, sounds like a wild, crazy... They got to get that on the YouTube, man. The gang had its own nightclub where inmates regularly partied and a restaurant where prisoners dined with their visitors. There was also a baseball field, a room where gambling activities took place. Why and, the hell would you leave? And another where inmates illegally mined cryptocurrency. Body cam footage of the raid showed cops and soldiers storming one of the prison buildings where they learned a tunnel had been built. The underground passage featured several exits, including one that led to a lake where three wooden rafts were stationed on the shore. Security forces... Uh, come and go as you please. Right. They were able to capture two uh, inmates who fled during the raid, but they estimate uh, that between four and 500 prisoners are still missing. So the government sends him to this thing, but it's under the... The, the, the gang is running it. The yeah. gang is running it. Yes. The gang says, F it, we'll just... And four prison workers have been arrested for allegedly allowing the smuggling of weapons. And to crawl to freedom through 500 yards of smelling foulness I can't even imagine. Didn't have to no, at this place. Just, just went the tunnel. Went, went through the, the tunnel, got on the raft, mm -hmm. took off, fought a puma. There you go. Man. Right? That must have been some wild stuff going on in there. That sounds like... I don't know. I don't know what the hell that sounds like. <laughs> if you're going to be in prison, though, that sounds like the one to be in. Well, I don't want to fight pumas in well, prison for entertainment of other prisoners. That's no true. thanks, man. Mm -hmm. I have a hard enough time here in the shower, let alone puma fighting. <laughs> I don't need that, too, on my docket. This guy didn't play his cards right in more ways than one. Mm. Back in June, 37-year-old guy from California named Rob Mercer said he had stage 4 colon cancer. Oh, this scumbag. And his dying wish was to play in the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas. What a scumbag. So people donated thousands of dollars on GoFundMe to make it happen. Now, they cost ten grand to enter. He got about $30,000 in donations. He got other things, too, like a free suite at the Bellagio. Now it turns out the whole thing was a lie. What Rob admitted he doesn't scumbag. really have colon cancer. He told a reporter he regrets lying and blamed it on doesn't being... Doesn't have any cancer. Well, he says he does. He said he was too embarrassed to reveal he actually has breast cancer. But now people think that's a lie, too. And the guy said he suspects he has breast cancer, yeah. but hasn't actually been diagnosed. Yeah. He's refusing to pay back the money because he claims he really is sick. But he also just might yeah, not have it anymore. Head. Yeah, he got knocked out of the tournament just a few hours in and didn't win any money. Thankfully, GoFundMe stepped up and they issued refunds to everyone who donated. They also banned Rob from their site and he's been shunned by the poker world. Right, it should be shunned by the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Come on, dude. You know how hard it is for people who actually have cancer? Right. Don't you're gonna lie about you're it. Light so you can go play some you're poker. A victim somehow, so you can go and, play poker. Yeah. Uh, I think I have breast cancer. I didn't want to yeah. say because I'm. Right. I haven't gone to the doctor yet, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Nine out of ten people in my neighborhood agree that right. I may or may mm -hmm. not have breast cancer. Come on, bro. Come on, idiot. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 95.7TheRock.com and the 95.7 The Rock app.